Welcome y bienvenidos to Presently Aquí with Claudia, an insightful mindfulness podcast to help you discover ways to control your thoughts, emotions, fears, and essentially mastering self-love. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. Today I have Melanie Mel Salvatore August, and she's a veteran yoga meditation teacher, trainer, Reiki master, author of the Amazon best-selling new release in preventative medicine and homeopathy yoga to support immunity, mind-body, breathing guide to whole health. Hi, Melanie. Welcome. Hi there, Claudia. Thanks for having me. Of course. How are you feeling today, my dear? Great. Super happy to be here. Yeah. Amazing. I am so happy to have you. Um, so usually I like to start with some icebreaking questions, so we'll get into that. Um, so the first question, they're a bit silly, but it helps warm us up. Um, what is your favorite midnight snack if you have one? Oh, okay. Well, I'm. that's one thing I'm good at. I don't usually do a midnight snack, so... Um, so what I'm going to choose is my favorite naughty snack. My Ooh. favorite naughty snack are Lay's potato chips. That's just not very, not very, you know, I don't know. They're I not know, organic. They're not, you know what I mean? They're just right. like, they're just <laughs> greasy and salty and my favorite. I know. I understand because it's like. There's so many types of fries, but there's something about the McDonald's fries. It's like there's some ingredient in there that makes us just like, even I don't eat Lay's, but when I do have one, I'm just like, yeah, this is why I don't eat them because there's <laughs> yeah. something in here. Yeah, yeah, something makes it very, what's the word, hyper palatable. Like, it's like, I don't even know what I'm eating here, but yes. it's salty and, um, and delicious. So, yes, what yes. is yours? So I, I'm, uh, popcorn. <laughs> Any kind of popcorn or a specific um, kind of I make it. So I, I cook it on the pot mm -hmm. myself and then either just be salt and pepper or I'll throw in rosemary. Mm -hmm. But I like it nice and like plain and I'll have a huge bowl. Like if you see me with this thing, <laughs> I'll eat the whole thing by myself. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. Love it's an that. obsession, but it's a healthy obsession. Yeah, at that's, least, not, you that's know? not too bad. Yeah, I think I, think, no. I, think I should swap. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it all depends on my munchies, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. after a late night smoking session, who knows what I go into? But <laughs> right, sure, sure. Seriously. Um, second question: What is your astrology sign? Mm, I am. So my sun sign is an Aquarius. <gasps> you an Aquarius? That's why. Yes. <laughs> You're very Aquarius. weird. This is making sense now. <laughs> What is your rising? Um, what is my rising? I don't even think I know. Isn't that terrible? No, no, I have it's to fine. Look. I mean, but I'm it's February third. Oh, that's amazing. You February third? Okay, I'm January twenty fourth. Okay, that's very exciting. Are yeah. are you weird? I am. I'm so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, people don't understand me. I know I'm always the black sheet of of the group, and you know it's fine. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm Are you weird. weird I'm always weird. And I'm always leaning in. I'm like, gosh, that's really weird. Tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. Yes. <laughs> I don't shy yes. away from weird. I, I lean in. 
that's why I uh that's why we get along with Scorpios because they're that dark mysterious <laughs> and we're like ooh tell me more you know <laughs> it's funny how we just love the weird we're like oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me it's Gemini's I'm surrounded by them and they you know because all my Gemini people have two persons in there so I'm always right. like which person are you now oh ah. and my husband I swear he has two sets of twins because I'm like which which one we have four people in there which one is it gonna be it's never boring that's Mm -mm. funny my my uh, brother I'm oldest the next one is a Gemini Mm. and so I completely understand and I really enjoy uh, Gemini when they're in balance right (laughs) (laughs) right it's not Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. You know, like, am I getting the bad one or the good one? Right, right. Now? right. <laughs> when they're in balance, they're phenomenal people. Mm-hmm. When they're not, it's just like, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Gemini. No Sorry. We, lo- we love you. <laughs> we do. It's all air sign love. You know, we get you. But we also are way too smart to be like, uh, yeah, no, that's not for me. <laughs> And the last question is, uh, what's your favorite vacation spot? Mm. Oh, goodness. You know, I love Lake Tahoe here in, mm. in California. So um, when, oh, it's so lovely. And the water is so clear and the air, something about it. Um, so that's, that's my like go-to spot, like my happy space. Like, okay, wow. get out of the Bay Area, go to Tahoe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen so many videos and pictures and paddle boarding, and the water is so clear. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my God, one day, one day, I got to make mm-hmm. it up there. And it's so, it's the water's gorgeous. so cold, but I love that. Oh. I love like feeling my body kind of reset in the cold water. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, even um, in the summer, it's cold. Yeah, it's always cold. That's good. In the winter, it's really cold. Like, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. So I know to go in the summer, and I won't freak out if the water's cold. It's cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about you? What's your favorite vacation spot? Um, this beautiful island off of Puerto Rico. Even though Puerto Rico is an Mm -hmm. island, there's an island called Culebra Island, which is Snake Island, Mm -hmm. and the beach is called Flamingo Beach. It is, oh my God, just breathtaking white sands clear water and then at night the sky is so clear and clean Mm. that i I, that was my first time seeing the milky way Mm. so that all of that combination like daytime nighttime situation i was like wow this is am i in heaven yeah yeah (laughs) i kind of it was gorgeous gorgeous and i've been craving to go back it's been a long time but Mm -hmm. um i never thought i'd ever go to puerto rico because i'm colombian but I went once and I went back. I was like, mm-hmm. I got to go again. Fell in love. So much beauty. So much hospitality. Mm-hmm. Great food. Incredible. Yeah, so I highly I recommend it. Yeah, yeah, I've never been. I want to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a... And it's so much his, history. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, everyone is hospitable. Everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of music in the streets. Like it's just a happy place. Mm. Um, even though they struggle, right? Because you know, when we suffer and we sure. struggle, it's usually when we're yeah, yeah, let's party, let's let's be happy. So mm-hmm. a lot of that. Um, and then the frogs, they're everywhere. So that's all you hear. The coqui, you know, that's why it's called because it sounds like that word. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love beautiful. that. Uh, 
Yes. I love that. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking up some tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, I maybe I it's time. And, yeah. and maybe it's time, and it's calling me. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Listening to those calls very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to sit there, just imagining, just there with nothing, no, no thought to think, no worry, no nothing. Just to be is mm-hmm. my dream. Is mm-hmm. that just to be and not be asked of anything? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a dream. That's why I said it. It is a dream. As this morning, I was preparing my three boys to go to school, and I was <clears throat> not my best self. It was a very mm. harried morning, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. okay, um, th- if if this is the worst it can get, because it was pretty bad, we're only going to go up from here, right?" Mm. <laughs> my, right. Right. This is like, mom. <laughs> use your breathing tools i'm like i'm trying baby i'm trying but i'm at the end you <laughs> people get so the car <laughs> get in mm-hmm. that's so cute though that he's mm. like hey ma so mm-hmm. you know i get it but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love it mm-hmm. i like I, I mean children are always on point so <laughs> they are <laughs> they're right? always uh-huh. Little truth sayers. Mm-hmm. They are, and I think that's why I love them so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> people aren't that. I want truth, and it's hard for people to do that. So I'm like, ooh, children. Like, I would rather sit in a, a pool of children and just listen to what they have to say versus be in a room full of adults that just can barely be themselves to themselves. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, ch- I used to teach kids yoga, so I... I love Wonderful. Them. I, I love them. Wonderful. Yeah. And that yeah. aspect of uh, yoga is really returning to the mm-hmm. self. It's a journey back to the self. Um, yeah. You know, to, to deconstruct all the conditioning, mm. all the faces oh that we've learned to put on to survive. Right. 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 And what I love the most is how they're so accepting of the teaching. No mm-hmm. doubt. No, not asking, like, why do we do this? It's just like, it makes sense to them. I'm like, yeah, because they're in a pure, clear, understanding place. Mm-hmm. When you show them these tools, they're like, oh, yeah, this is, mm-hmm. this makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's no fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible how accepting they are about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So, Melanie, let's talk a little bit about your journey. Um, my first question is, what was your path to self-discovery like? Hmm. What's funny because you've kind of mentioned it. We've kind of giggled about it along the way already, which is that mm. aspect of, you know, you mentioned it in regards to Puerto Rico, but um, mm. pain, <laughs> honestly, pain, um, mm. turning the wrong way, being farther away from myself brought me right. to myself, um, and 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 the other aspect of of deconstructing deconstructing Mm -hmm. all the um, shoulds and I have tos and I better be and um, that things that I um, discovered along the way that I'm not so that Mm -hmm. you know that that journey of 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 um, being innocent and and having that sense of self and then moving away um, which uh, Joseph Campbell who I find very inspiring, you know, that it's the hero's journey. So my own hero's journey of um, kind of losing my sense of self, uh, er, I think fairly early on, maybe it happens to to many of us this Mm -hmm. way, 
Um, but as I moved through elementary school, as I moved through, you know, by, by junior, by junior high, really trying to be things like I remember going, okay, this doesn't work. This thing that I am, my real, my real self doesn't work. People don't seem to like that. It gets me in trouble. So how do I behave? So either they leave me alone or they give me what I want. And so that became a whole journey. Um, And, and the aspect of practicing yoga gave me a way back in to that um, before all the masks, before all the should haves and all that, that, that stuff. And, and, and then started to grow. It's like, it made a crack in the facade and then it kept opening and opening and opening until um, I will say that though I will fall back into those old patterns, Mm. I can get myself out of them a lot faster. Um, Mm -hmm. And more of my default is more of my, my, my truth. Uh, So now, you know, um, I'd say I'm more childlike now Mm. than ever, you know, not childish, but childlike having that, the heart Mm. of that, that um, innocence. I have more of that now. Um, So that journey was a lot of tears. And, and a right. lot of feeling separate from the whole mm-hmm. um, and then finding my way back. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. That's remarkable. I mean, I resonated when you said, like, if when you're yourself, you get into trouble, right? <laughs> and then you have to put this facade to fit in mm-hmm. in order for people to accept you and then get what you need from this life. Mm-hmm. And that's... I. I'm pretty sure if I resonate, I'm sure a lot of people out there listening also feel the same way where, you know, I I think that what I've gathered thus far is that we all have a moment either in our teens or 20s where you see that there's a part of you that's different than what's around you. (laughs) And I think that's where we end up getting lost, right? Where we're just trying to figure out okay, so I can't be myself. And you know, in your 20s, it's already difficult. Teenagers mm-hmm. is even worse. So mm-hmm. you so much going on plus this. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of weight. And, you know, talking to you and listening to you, even though we just started, I want to just mention to everyone who is in that age group to give yourself some slack and give yourself Mm -hmm. some space Mm -hmm. and it's okay to get lost and not know and where to fit in and if that's what you need to do then that's what you need to do and that's okay um because you will find your way back Mm -hmm. i know you know everyone that i've had on here has found their way back and we've all seen that part of ourselves Mm -hmm. and lost it and then now as you get older i think that because once you see it, you can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you, as you get older, it kind of comes back and gives you the opportunity, like, hey, you can be that person again mm-hmm. or continue this life. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So thank and you. That, for oh, you're welcome. And thank you. Yes. Well, the aspect that um, I guess also looking at what is truly important to you and um, 
and what is essential and what is not essential and um and that for me the journey became where i started to realize that i was focusing on lots of non-essential things mm. and that i was identifying my self my happiness my worth within these non-essential things um and also things that are constantly in flux you know so <laughs> my bank account my physical fitness mm. my skin quality whatever you know uh, as a young woman there was a lot of pressure and, and you know you know you're in Los Angeles on you know being young and beautiful like all these different right so lots lots of pressure yeah. on all these constantly changing aspects of life mm -hmm. that truly are not essential and um so that was also uh kind of like a light bulb that was like okay stop and what am i focusing on is that essential mm -hmm. is this constantly changing why am i you know what what am i wrapped into here um and and starting a slow shift in how I identify myself mm. um, and starting to see all of these aspects of my personality, you know, like, you know, whatever, style, all these different things, right? Personality. <laughs> and, and I started to say, like, this is the personality known as Mel. This is not my essence. This is not my soul. My soul is going to continue on. My soul has been here before with other personalities right. known as right. um and, right. and so the understanding that this was something i could enjoy mm. and i could detach from that it didn't yes. it, it didn't have to, i i got i lifted i air lifted from the the microcosm of like oh gosh little mel you know and all the little yeah. goings on and, and lifted out and started to see the big picture mm. um which i think i I was connected to as a child. I, I feel yes. like I felt that that spirit and felt that um, observer self mm. very strongly as a child, and so was able to re return back to that with curiosity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is something. And as I'm listening to you, you know, referencing that and the the journey, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the gift. It's not about being a specific age and finding yourself. It's seeing the journey. And if it's, you know, if you're struggling or if it's in a, in a you know, if it's either in the dip or in the high, it's just enjoying it and being present. Because like you said, right, everything is shifting, always moving, flowing, up, down, up, down, you know, <clears throat> Everything, everything, everything. I love how you reference your, our skin, our mood, anything mm -hmm. is always in shift, in motion. Mm -hmm. So just, I think that is like one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is kind of like to be that observer. So when those things come, like you say, you're, you're more prepared now, right? When you fall back, mm -hmm. you're able to come back faster. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's about the tools, right? about having the right tools so when these situations arise, then you you know how to handle them. You mm -hmm. know how to control yourself, your emotions, and your thoughts when good situations happen or negative situations happen. Right. And um, it's it's truly, I think that's, that's what it is versus um, being a monk, right? Like attaining that goal. That's not 
you know, in this society. Mm-hmm. In this society, I think it's uh, having the tools are more important than that goal of like, oh, I can't wait until I'm Zen or until I'm so mindful <laughs> or, or a yogi or a healer or re- whatever it is, that goal the point of getting to there is a journey. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's funny because one of my favorite books is The Alchemist. And that's all the book is about, mm-hmm. the journey, not the goal. Mm-hmm. And as many times as I've read this book in, the, in my 15 years of mindfulness, it's just hitting me now as I'm talking to you and mm-hmm. to everyone listening. Like, it's been about the journey and I know about that. But it's just hitting me why it's about the journey. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Mel. Yeah, like, yeah right. Just... Right back at you. Yeah, it's uh, it, it. What is the goal? Goal attained. Um, mm-hmm. There is no goal attained. Um, mm-hmm. It's just riding the waves of being present in your essential self while still experiencing learning. Um, and being present in the physical self, um, right. you know, that aspect of we are not our mind. Um, we, we participate with our mind. We collaborate with our mind. We collaborate okay. with our body, but we are not just our body. And, and in the aspect of, of how I love how the, the yogic practice kind of organizes, we are beings, right? So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not every body, it's every being, yeah. And that being, the most outermost layer, which we can identify with, is, is, you know, our physical layer, our bones. And it's easy to identify with that. But that's the, the final coding. That's the, the, the right. end of the M&M. We got to go deeper mm-hmm. in, right? <laughs> and then from there, we have, you know, the energetic body. That's also our nervous system. And, and we can see yes. each other right now. And I can see the glow yes. off your skin. And I, I, I'm going to guess you can see the glow off my skin and, and the light oh, in my yes. eyes. And, yes. and yes. if my, my essence leaves this container, you will no longer mm-hmm. see that light. It will go dull. And then eventually my body will dissolve. Well, right. If I go deeper into that, that's my mind, right? Mm-hmm. So then my mind and my emotions, I think and then I feel. And that affects my energy and that affects my body. So there is this chain reaction, right? Mm. So, but the, the thinking is still not us. The thinking right. is, it, it's changeable, right? Just like the emotions are changeable. So super important. And you really were starting to highlight that, you know, for our friends who are like, but I'm in the middle of this, I, I'm just in despair. I cannot get over the feeling I have right now is that we mm. remember that we're collaborating with that. It is a message to us. It's giving us information about the world around us, but it is not us, right? right. You're not right. an angry person. You're experiencing right. anger and it will shift. And that aspect of then the higher wisdom, if we can get the mind to quiet, which is so much of our practice, and we mm-hmm. can get the emotions just to just to ride the wave and to observe them yeah. as information. And we can balance our energy and our body is not in pain because everything else is kind of balanced. Okay, our body is uh, able to be stable. Then we can start to hear that, you know, you, you've used the word calling and you, you intuition, you know, that inner wisdom that is coming from all, you know, whether you believe in the lifetimes or not, it's coming from either source, the universe, love, lifetimes. 
Yes. And then that essential, like, you know, I don't know, I, I use the M&M, now it's a peanut M&M, the very center, that peanut, right, is the never-changing spirit, right? Mm. It, it's not changing. Everything else right. changes. Everything else Incredible. is yeah. circumstantial. It moves. Yes. But that part, yes. that part yes. is non-changing. It's, it's just this frequency, just ding, ding, this light, this love, just, and that's all it does. Mm-hmm pulsating love and light all day that oh, and it, everything else does oh, i this analogy is incredible I the, love peanut the peanut m&m, M&M analogy for, for for being a being so everything else yes. that's not that peanut well it's like well you know um yeah. we can collaborate and we can play with it and we can yes. uh lift and watch it for sure, for sure. Even if you're the green peanut M&M and I could just be like, Mel, I want to be the red one. And she's like, oh, I know how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Let's do that. Let's change the color. And, you know, obviously that's it's not the color. It's about perspective shifts, right? Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Amazing. Uh, I want to know. No, go ahead, please. No, please. Mm-hmm. No, I, it, it kind of leads me to the next question, which is because I'm listening to you and I'm just like, I want to know, you know, through your journey, what was that pivotal moment that made you mm. become this yogi, this, this, this person of awareness and what you're teaching and, and the healing parts of yourself to, you know, because once we do it for ourselves, you know, we have the choice of continue inner healing or share the gift, mm-hmm. and you've decided to do so. So I wanted to know what made that shift for you. Mm. There, there were many along the way. And mm. um, what I'll say is, is that um, among, you know, the waves of life and the turmoil that, that uh, came with just life, um, many of it very regular, right, um, uh, for me was intense um but along the way remembering certain points in my journey where um i knew i knew things that i didn't have any tangible right to know like mm-hmm. you know and what you're calling i heard it again calling intuition right um or, or uh clairol audient or um uh you know, clairvoyance, Voyant. or oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's me. I'm clairsentient, right? Mm-hmm. And many of us are all three. I'd say probably all mm-hmm. of us are all three. They're one that might be a little, maybe mm-hmm. more developed. And so having um, clear memories of having experience, uh, knowings, and um, and then having that just as being a memory in me. And, mm. uh, and again, I feel almost like the waves and the sand, it's like, you know, it's all the, that water is not still, it is turmoil. Right? right. And, and having moments where I still remembered that there was that aspect of myself, even though I couldn't hear anything and I didn't know where to go in my life, there was a lot of despair, um, for many years, uh, but having these moments and then there was this a bunch of different moments, but one pivotal, and this may sound so mundane, but it was a reframing of a significant story I had in my life. And the story was one 
of an experience that I'd have, uh, that I had actually as a teen. And in that story of that experience, I did experience it. But my take was that I was a victim. Right. And I was pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And there was, there was fear also wrapped in there, but I was angry. I was angry at everybody involved, my family. Um, and that aspect of, yes, you know, I was a teen, a child in a certain way. And, you know, there's a certain, uh, I'm supposed to be protected, all these different things. And that didn't happen because everybody's human. But the reframe is what I realized what within this story is that I was a healer. Mm. And it came from this very, uh, and I, you know, I'm hesitating. I'm dancing around telling you because it feels very vulnerable. But I'll tell you the gist. Mm. The story went from Mel has been attacked and abused because she helped someone come out of a coma. That doesn't make any sense, but that was my story. Okay. Oh yeah. I helped someone come out of a coma and, and then all, then all this abuse happened because nobody protected me. Right. Right. That part, wait a second, back up, rewind. You put your hand on someone and and they came out of a coma. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then I started to kind of start to look at, well, when else did you use energy? That's what, that's what led me to become a Reiki master. Where else did you use energy, physical touch, voice? Where else did you help someone transition? Oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh, oh, there were a bunch more. Maybe not as dramatic as mm. I, I helped somebody wake up from a coma. Right. But kind of like oh and in those stories the Reed was like oh I attract the crazies that was another story I'd be like oh I touched this person they had an emotional release like oh I'm always a tra-. like what is this like right. it, it's a, right. it was a dialogue now when I started to look at that I was raw I was I was at bottom hmm. but the reframe which was very true, suddenly changed everything. It was like I had a new program, and that new program was like, oh, I have purpose. Mm, Oh, the very thing that really worried my whole family. She's so sensitive. You're too sensitive. Um, You love people. You're, 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 You're too empathetic. You know, the, the story of me being at the grocery store as a small child right. and putting my arms up for strangers to take me out of the cart. My mom would turn around to pick up canned, canned peas. She'd turn around and I would be in somebody's arms, right? <gasps> like, oh, the, these, these are stories that were like, uh-huh. you need to watch, Melanie, right? right? There's a problem with you, Melanie. This is very inconvenient, <laughs> You can't fall in love with everybody, Melanie. Right, right. But then suddenly I was like, wow, wait a second. My greatest sadness, my greatest flaw early on is actually my greatest gift. And that turned everything around. Wow, what a story. I know there's 
a lot of details that you left out. Obviously, this is personal and very vulnerable, but wow. I still, like, I have chills right now. Honestly, I do. Like, wow. That's all I can say. Usually, I'm ready to, like, talk about this. <laughs> I'm always like, okay, my, you know, I'm ready to ask you whatever or, or whatever it is I wanted to share. No, I am just in awe. Like, just really in awe. How amazing that that came back for you. Mm-hmm. How it just actually what you missed. I know what you saw, but you missed this. Mm-hmm. I was too close to it. So mm-hmm. I, that mm-hmm. the practice of pulling back and really looking and just look, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything more. And when I put the facts out yeah. there, I was like, oh. And when I also took an account that my essence, my soul, came here for a reason. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was my purpose for incarnating right. in this body? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's my es- essential self. So, so when I got there, that's enabled me. So there was a lot to that. And it really was like pull out of the personality known as Mel and look at the facts. Truly incredible. Like I <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish this wasn't being recorded because I want to sit with this and it's so beautiful. Thank and you. I am grateful for you sharing honestly. Um and I know someone out there is gonna be like, Oh man, that was me or in a way of finding their purpose because of that. And that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. The suffering it when you're in it, it's just terrible. And when it is deep suffering, right, you keep reliving it and you still can't take yourself away from it to see what's really there. And to have that courage to do that is a lot to just actually, you know what, let's put it out here, like kind of like a drawing board and let's Mm -hmm. really look at it and not feel it. Mm -hmm. We're looking and not feeling because we know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And that's where getting help can be very helpful. Mm. Right, right. Exactly. Getting That's help. why I have these beautiful souls coming on here mm-hmm. to let everyone know that you're not alone. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that are willing to help and share this love. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, abs- count, let me just say it out loud for anyone who's listening. You know, mm-hmm. a, um, a good therapist. There's nothing. There's nothing better than a kind person to listen with you who literally is objective and to be like, just the facts, ma'am, pull it back, you know, versus, versus someone who loves you and maybe invested in your life. That's a hard place to ask someone to be when they're invested into your life. So, so, you know, there's many ways to, to, to be a part of a support group of people Mm -hmm. you don't know, very helpful, um, journaling, write it out, step back Mm -hmm. from it. And then, then look at what repeats. Look at what mm. words repeat. Look at what, what um, it might be a different person, different day, but it's the same thing that happens over and over again. Mm-hmm. Take a look. Yes. And then write that down. Get a little distance from it and be like, oh, okay, I'm going to come back to it. Hmm. Right. Which is also why dreams are important. So you can, you know, your subconscious is there. Also, let's say if you keep repeating a pattern, you'll have a dream about it too, mm-hmm. you know, and it'll mm-hmm. come up. And if you do the same journal in the morning, you look at it later and look at your waking journal and be like, oh, <laughs> did 
still, I'm sure there's some relation in there. <laughs> what a kawinky dink. It's all the same. <laughs> right, right. All the same. I mean, that's what this magical life is. It's just, oh, it's, it never gives up on us. It never gives up on us. It always, it's always tapping you on the shoulder. Like, hey, I know you, I, I know you're not paying attention, but. Just, hey, hey, just look quickly. Just, hey, okay, not this time. I'll come back next time. You know, it's just always there. And, you know, that's important for everyone who feels alone. Life yeah, is not sure. leaving us. Like, we're always, it's always tapping us. Yes. Like, hey, uh, this time, look, look, there's love over there. Look, look. Mm-hmm. Look, there's there's happiness over there. There's people who are healing. There's this, there's that, you know. So if you're coming across this specific episode there are no coincidences Mm -mm. Mm -mm. no this is just beautiful and life if 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 people understood the magic of life and and learning to ride the waves with it you know and dancing with it with all the creation at the same time it doesn't take away from you suffering or having happy days every day no it's just having a better understanding of you as a being mm-hmm. in the magic of life. Yes, for it's sure. All it is, we complicate it so much, mm-hmm. but it's that beautiful. And it's okay if, you know, it doesn't seem like it's a dance and it doesn't seem like there's a wave. There is waves. You just we just have to learn to start paying attention, mm-hmm. right? Observe mm-hmm. being the observer always. And you can still feel your feelings and, and, and have your thoughts about whatever's going on in your life. But like Mel said, just step back. Just the, the facts only, ma'am. <laughs> just facts only, facts. ma'am. Just or facts. sir. <laughs> right? Right? Well, you know, and that's where one of the reasons I share yoga, because that practice, and I know sometimes it's considered stretching or, you know, whatever. Yoga means uh, a joining of the mind, body, and soul. And there are tools to do that. Some of it is sitting still, some of it's breathing, some of it's moving, right? It's just tools to get some perspective, right? And so yoga encompasses much more. Um, I call it a way of life before that reason. So, So that's why I share yoga because that was the tool that helped me get perspective. And so I go back to it like, hey, it helped me. You know, yeah. hey, as a trusted yeah. friend, I, you know, I'm not some guru. I'm not, so, you know, I'm, I'm, right. I, I was not pleasant getting my kids to school this morning. I have a lot to right. learn. I woke up for a reason. I, if you woke up, you still have work to do, right? Mm-hmm. I do. Yes. I have things to learn and realize and experience. That said, I've been down this road a long time. This has mm-hmm. really helped try this, which is why right. I do what I do. Amazing. What did you start with first when you came to that realization? Did you go to study Reiki or yoga first? Mm. Well, I had already been been studying yoga when mm. it is so it had already. So it's kind of like, I think what happened that the practice gave me enough time. So that, you know, as you know, there's a practice at the, you, you do the physical poses and the physical poses help the body not be in pain and, and it helps right. calm the mind. It shifts the nervous right. system. And then you often will lay down, right? Shavasana or corpse pose, which is a pose Mm -hmm. about being. It's a pose about lifting out of the circumstances of the personality known as Mel and taking a break, right? So first it was like one minute of peacefulness in a time where I 
I had not had peacefulness in maybe a decade. Mm -hmm. And then as it grew, it was like two minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes. And then I'd walk away and be like, I feel better. And then it would come back, you know, and then I'd have the half of the morning. I feel better. I'm, I feel connected. Yeah. Then it'd go away. Right. So I had been doing yoga and having these opening ups of my awareness mm -hmm. and um, peacefulness enough that I knew it was possible mm -hmm. to go back to it. And I'd learned enough to help reset myself um, right. during the big, big downs and the big, big ups, right. you know, it's like, yeah. it's reciprocal, right? Now right. my ups are not, you know, like everything's kind of like at a, it's good. Right. It's good, right? right? I don't go right. down into the despair and I don't go to the highest highs, right. Um, right. least not untethered. So, uh, right. so the yoga was just a part of that. I think that process mm. Um, and it's still evolving. Yeah, it's still evolving. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the beautiful part, right? Mm -hmm. Just it keeps evolving. It mm -hmm. never ends. Because imagine if we did yoga and like in five years you you reach your ceiling. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. that would not be enticing for people like us who would be like, oh, so there's a goal here? No, mm -hmm. we don't, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we want... It's it's a beautiful practice where it's ongoing forever, and it's okay. I I, I can speak on like being on and off with yoga. I've mm -hmm. had years just yoga, no yoga, and like you said, every time you come back, there's something special waiting for you there. Mm -hmm. Whether it's just remembering, either it's reminders, right, being present, uh, to be mindful, to be aware, whatever the the lessons that are waiting for you, they're waiting for you at the mat. It's incredible. Um, how yoga is and the non-competition, the non-judgment, the connection of the mind-body. So, like it's mm -hmm. just so much beauty there. And um, what I love about the millennials now that, you know, it's more about how it feels in your body. It's not how you look. Not everybody's skinny and all this mm -hmm. type of way of looking. It's not ever about that, ever. Or doing a handstand, headstand. Mm -hmm. It's not about these things, you know. Yoga became a trend and all these other things, be, you know, the yoga clothes and the certain sure. positions and, and physical sure. aesthetic. And it's like, do, do you know where yoga came from? What, why was yoga created? You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, so a lot of this essence got lost. And but, um, you know, everyone, you know, you can't lose it in society because it has such deep roots to who we are as beings that it just you can't take away from it as much as it seemed that way, but it, the beauty there and the lessons are there. And you can call it many things, right? Mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you know, and there's many way, you know, if, if you, uh, Patanjali is so a yoga sutra. So Patanjali, so this is one of the seminal texts of this yoga lineage, you know, thousands of years old. And the, the final chapter, the final, um, mm. the final aspect of like the goal of yoga is absorption. Mm -hmm. So Kavalya, freedom or absorption, you can be absorbed and be free from all these circumstances through many things. I bet that bet many of our listeners, you know, might start drawing and they lose an hour or they start they start okay. working on their guitar or they take a walk and suddenly you know they're like oh my gosh I've been yes. walking for an hour yes. I've been absorbed 
in the present moment and I feel so much better. Um, So yoga, the yoking of mind, body, spirit can happen with many tools. Mm -hmm. Many. Yes. Many, many, many tools. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you brought that up. And you can call them all different things. You don't have to call it yoga. Right. Even the same way with meditation. It's not about sitting there with your eyes closed in a, you know, sitting position. It could be you gardening. It could be you cooking. It could be a walk. It could be whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, gets you in that space. It's about getting you into that space Mm -hmm. of just being here, present. That's Mm -hmm. it. Not anything else. There's not you being quiet. It's not you. It's not anything. Just being here and being calm. And it's calming the nerves, right? Because mm-hmm. they're all all over the place from normal life, work, family, this, that, 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 that so many things. Just it, that moment. I, I feel called to share too that mm. though it is uh, fascinating and can be intriguing to be quiet enough to hear and have intuitive understandings and wisdoms. Um, the yogis also in the same uh, Yoga Sutras of Patanjali talk about the, the achievements, right, that come, mm. you know, and, and, and many are described. And some of it is like, you know, um, knowing things before they happen, having a feeling right. about things, right? Well, there's many of them. Right. And, but they are considered um, trappings, so so this final chapter is freedom of absorption the chapter before the final chapter is okay here's the trappings the trappings of like i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna hear spirit and i'm gonna be told Mm -hmm. everything that i need to know and Mm -hmm. i can't hear spirit and i'm getting upset you know whatever it is right 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 right. it's it's simpler than this it is our natural state uh, beyond the mind yes Correct. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So many trappings that it just doesn't allow us for just to be. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's okay. Just, even this silence right now. Just be here. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about I um, this special little book. I know mm-hmm. the listeners can't see, but I bought Melanie's book and I usually try not to buy books because I I love books and I have a problem. So I don't want like a I don't want my apartment to be overtaken by books. But I cannot tell everyone how amazing and how grateful I am that I had bought her book. It's called Yoga to Support Immunity, and the surprise here was not that I'm oh I have to read through all these chapters. No. She breaks down every single position in a way that you understand, okay, uh, if you've practiced yoga before, you you know, even how she brought up corpse pose, right, when you're just lying down, why is that important? Mm-hmm. You know, how is that important to your immunity? How is that important for your mind? It's incredible. Like, all these just clarifications and pictures and just... I am beside myself. I was showing Melanie before we started talking because the one that I loved so much that I do always, I was telling her is, um, let's see if I find it right here. Uh, apas, ap, apana, what is it? Apanasana. Thank you. Knees the to one chest. You just, just bring in your right, knees, knees to your chest. chest. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I opened this book and I'm just like, in, in simple, right? I'm not reading paragraphs. 
So that knees to chest is just releasing, calming, detoxifying, aids in elimination. And then stretches. What is a stretch? Your outer hips, your buttocks, your lower back, your shoulders and neck. And it massages your internal organs and abdomen. And it goes on just stretches, strengthens particulars and precautions and how to do it, including the picture. And it's just every position. It is Imagine, like, this is genius, Mel. Like, really? Oh, like, maybe it's the Aquarian in me. I'm just like, yes, this makes sense. Thank, thank you. Thank you. But um, what was your inspiration behind this? This is truly amazing. Well, thank you for that. Um, uh, it, it was, um, it, it started as an exploration of sharing. Again, as I said, I, I have three little boys um, and I, I teach a lot, like I have a full life, you know, right. uh, take care of our land and our animals and relationship and, you know, everybody, uh, right. all that stuff. So very full life. And at a certain point early on, I was still doing my yoga, still, you know, um, deep in my practice, but I got very sick. So, um, and in that place of, um, healing from an autoimmune disease and, and coming from a place where I, I could really not get myself out of bed and, and having an infant and a, a two and a half year old, you know, like, like all, like everybody under six um, right. and husband gone working to, you know, trying to make sure we have right. enough food to eat, like all right. of that. Like it was a very, very intense time for me again. And, um, and so this book came from how did I get myself Mm. how wow did I think how right. did I move how did yes. I breathe yeah. and in alignment with um, honoring the lineage you know like I've been very blessed because I've studied with amazing teachers and um, so honoring the lineage of this yoga plus very practical experience and um and as we add on children and people and relationships, this yeah. is the real yoga. This is the real, yeah. like, if you can stay calm with, you know, three kids freaking out or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, you can stay calm in your life there in traffic, whatever. Right. That is your yoga. Um, right. Then that is when you are really using the tool. So I took that practical understanding and real uh, in the fire knowing um, plus science and, and just enough science. I just wanted it to be good salesmanship. I didn't want to bog you down like a, like a, um, like some sort of medical manual. Um, right. I wanted to be very practical and look at what I've learned. It's repetition. So as we were before, we were looking at like, okay, just the facts, ma'am. Look at what's been going on <laughs> in your life. Mm -hmm. It's the right, same thing right. here. Just the facts, ma'am. What do you do all day long? How do you yes. sit? How do you lay down? How do you breathe? What do you, what are you thinking? What, uh, what is yes. the constant con, uh, and, and then here are, um, inquiries, self-study for you to help your mind, right. including mantra visualization. Okay. Uh, meditation here is movements. Like you mentioned, here are right. these very practical, right. very accessible, poses let me tell you what they're actually doing so you decide to do them 
You don't just think, yeah, I've done that before. What did it do, right? So I'm selling it for you. This is what you're doing. And then breathing. Here are what these breaths are doing. And then put it together. Like here is how you get clear on what you need. Here is how you get rid of what you don't need. You know, so then you have room for healing. And then this is how you put it all together. So healing myself and then the pandemic happened. Uh, like I said, oh, I should do a yoga for autoimmune. <laughs> and that right. whisper went to the universe and it went to the right ears. And those ears were like, how about yoga for immunity? We're in a pandemic. And so like, it was like, oh yeah, good idea. Signed on. There it is. And then, Amazing. and then started writing. So mm-hmm. it, it's crazy because I've, I don't, I never thought about this cause I'm, I just interview people, but when I'm sitting in my chair which is like a desk chair um i sit in cross-legged position like if Mm -hmm. i'm sitting on my mat Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what i'm gathering now as i'm listening to you and having this wonderful book is probably why i'm able to really be in tune with my guest Mm -hmm. because every time i i finish my conversation with the light being on the other side I'm always just baffled, like, wow, how, how did I, how did this conversation even, ha- like, how would the questions that I asked, the things that were occurring, and is now I'm realizing it's because of this, because I'm sitting in this space. You're aligned. Mm-hmm. Now I understand. Wow, Mel, thank you. You're just... welcome. <laughs> when it goes right back to that M&M, your physical mm-hmm. body's aligned, your energetic body's aligned. Your mind is focused, your emotions are balanced, you're hearing your inner wisdom, and you're fully present. The peanut is, is there in the, in the internet. Yeah, and I've been doing that this whole time, unbeknownst to me. How cool Look is that? Look at that. Amazing. Amazing. Mel, what are... I know you you're, you do yoga and meditation and Reiki. Do you offer these services online? Uh, do you do video? I do. I do. I've I've been completely online. You can find me almost every, almost every day on yogaworks.com. So that's our online platform. Um, I have a upcoming teacher training um, with yoga work. So if you wanted to go deeper, I do work privately on my own virtually, you know, I, you know, have students all over and have programs um, for people. Um, so yeah, you can find me, you know, I, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. and I post a lot and I answer my, right. my direct messages, you know, like, you I'm, too. yeah, you yes. know, right. I do. Yes. We, we, you, you know, it might take me a touch. couple of days, but like I, I do it. So hey, yeah, I wish the listeners could see your, your yoga room. It's so amazing. Maybe because I'm looking at it as an Aquarian, like, yes, I have the snake plant and I would definitely <laughs> put lights. Like, <laughs> Like that's what I and and then the bell in the back. What is it called? The um, the gong and the and the, the and the crystal bowls. Yeah. So I yes. have I have this room that uh, I love. It's my studio, and um, it has dark wood floors and it's all white. I feel like I've entered into heaven. So anything yes. could be wild outside, but when I enter into my yoga room. Um, and so I'm just telling everybody. So and everything is light and white except for the floor that is dark. And uh, it just, I find it peaceful. So I'm glad that it translates. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I like because the floor being dark for me represents the earth. 
Mm-hmm. It's very grounding. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my God, this has been an incredible conversation. I can definitely do another hour talking to you. Um, I wanted to ask you any last words for the listeners out there? Any, anything that calls out to you that they, they might need to hear? When you get a feeling in the body, you know, a little butterfly in the stomach, um, a pain, um, you're being talked to. Your inner self is trying to communicate through the layers. And so any pain, any discomfort, also any delight is not to be ignored. Your body is the gateway into this deeper understanding. And... Um, and when you allow yourself to feel things and acknowledge them, you're not being overly sensitive. You're, you're, yes. actually, you're actually being awake. And, yes. uh, and so I, I really want to support you doing that. Amazing. Amazing. I can't thank you enough for your, for your light and your love and your energy today and, and all the things you shared. Like I am, I'm probably going to call you another time just so we can have a personal conversation. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> you know, I'm just but, down the street. Right? Um, so I want you to share before we go, what other books do you have besides the yoga to support immunity? Because mm-hmm. I know I, I also mentioned the other book. What is the kitchen one? That I, um, that's what I'm going to get next. Okay. Kitchen, kitchen yoga. That's, uh, mm-hmm. It's like a sweet hug. Kitchen yoga. It actually helps um, balance the chakra system. Kitchen yoga is how do you do yoga all throughout the day? It has all kinds of, you know, those cool yogi things like dry brushing yeah. and scraping your tongue. And right. It has right. exercises too. Uh, so that's kitchen yoga. Um, it's uh, a quick and sweet, but hopefully helpful read. And then there's fierce kindness. Fierce kindness is all about shifting mindset. So, so much of what we talked about today is fierce kindness. I call right. it fierce because kindness to the self can be the most difficult place for it. Changing our mindset, taking a hold of how we're thinking and shifting it to a positive and helpful nourishing space is very challenging. It's also a practice of self-love and kindness, metta, self-love and kindness, and seva, service out in the world. Because I found that when we're all about ourselves and we forget the big picture, that we are here also to be of service. Right. right. We actually right. kind of get swallowed up by it. So that fierce kindness is help yourself and help someone else at the same time and yeah. transform your life. Yeah. So it's yoga, but not yoga. It's right. One. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I like the variety and the things you touch on. And I can't wait to get into the other books. And I look forward to the next time we chat. My Thank dear, you so you much for what you do. A wonderful day. Thank you. Thank so, you so, so much. much. Many blessings to you, Claudia. You're sweet. Thank you, Melanie. Bright light. If today's episode resonated with you in any way, please subscribe to my podcast and share with anyone that may need to hear today's message. You can find me at Presently Aki on all social media platforms. Gratitude donations are also accepted via Venmo at Presently Aki. My wish for all of you is to find the courage 
and strength to start the path to self-love through mindfulness because you deserve it. Remember the breath is the secret and always lead with love.